You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech, featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Yeah, check, check, am I up? How about that? I think I am. Welcome, that's cool, you're cool there. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. Time keep on slipping, slipping, You gotta, you gotta at least come in with the same key, oh. the same key. Look, Matt, Whack, give a dog a bone, yo, don't give him nothing but a microphone. You gotta don't pace stop. yourself, bruh. I ain't finished yet. Pace yourself. Say I'm not the brass, you wanna make a bet, remember this, oh. clouds you in the danger mm. zone. What? We just lost three followers, four We're followers, live. five live. followers. Streaming live. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, uh, I'm Joe Braswell, um, joined as always. By my man Achilles Shine. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm a year older. You are a year older. And I'm feeling 20 years younger. That's right. <laughs> and what about you, brother? Uh, it's B Day today for it, you, brother. It, it, it might be my birthday today. It might be my birthday. Okay. The big 32. <laughs> 32 is a good, is a good year. Because what, what are you, 34? I am the big 35, sir. 35, that's yeah. right. Th- 35 and all the way live. 35 yeah. and live. I'm 34 and uh, 32 and. I don't know. I got, I got no rhymes. Uh, this is our birthday week, the GOAT week. Uh, both Akilah and I have birthdays. Mine's today. His was Wednesday. Um, we're very excited to be here. And um, I don't know. Happy yeah. birthday to you. Wow, that's wow. an amazing drop. That's Phil singing live. Great, great tone, great tone. I, th- I thought that was Alexis, but uh, she's not, Alexis is not here. She's, not, she's on a little of the weather. Can we hope you get better, baby uh, girl. Yes, and uh, but we do have Phil in the booth. Thank you very much, Phil, for that birthday drop. That was lovely. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right, let's get into this. So um, what should we talk about today? Uh, Verizon. Verizon has this new thing called Verizon Vehicle. Wow. Um, which, uh, <laughs> which, which they're launching, which uh, it's kind of like their – I'm surprised no one's done this sooner. No, no, Why no – Providers have done this sooner. It's like their proprietary OnStar. Exactly. But what they've done is the technology is such that they've made this device and you can put it in any vehicle, as this article says, even your crappy, uh, your crappy 19, you know, 91 car. You can slap that in on the dash and make it. Uh, but, but what, what's cool about this is it actually supposedly taps into your car's diagnostics as well. So it can tell you, you know, what's happening with your car. Right. Um, and not just, you know, where it's, where it's OnStar. Well, it actually works the same way as OnStar, but it works for any car. Exactly. I mean, it, I think it's for the consumer that can't afford like a, a like a higher end car or luxury car that has the technology. Uh-huh. And I think I think it's good because it, it, you know, levels the playing field for those that want that type of technology in their vehicle. Right. And um, I think it also... It gives it adds a bit of clarity to um, maybe the lady who doesn't have the, auto, the automotive understanding when she wants to take her car in, and maybe she can be swindled or hustled by right. you know a, a technician or a mechanic. So um, this device kind of like provides those analytics that we tend to talk about on the show a sure. lot for 
for your car. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. And and the price point is not it's not much of an investment, so it's cool. Yeah, it's fifteen dollars a month. Um, it'll it'll be good in my Yugo or my <laughs> my Pinto. <laughs> no, it's uh, I don't know. I, I we'll, we'll see if it catches on. We'll see if yeah. other providers. I won't be getting one. Uh, well, you you already got the you already got the uh, the the Fisker. What are you, what are you driving nowadays? The, well, uh, I'm actually the um, Tesla. No, no, no. We covered it last week, my brother. Oh, the dri- the drivable uh, Mercedes. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. You're on the drivable Mercedes. I'm sorry. So yes, you won't be needing that because you you are dialed in at the highest levels of technology. Exactly. When it comes to your automotive situation. Uh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. However, it's interesting no. that Verizon is taking this leadership and doing this. I would assume it would come from a different company, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Verizon is is, is pretty progressive uh, when it comes to their there. Was Verizon the first to come up with the portable internet, or was that AT and T? I think they're the first. Like they're very progressive, you know, hmm. with, with all that stuff and with all their like, and, and they're also Verizon's also uh, very progressive with the hardware. The people right. have tablets. They've got you know they they, they carry tablets in the store. They, ter- they carry laptops in the store. They carry uh, you know the internet, portable internets in store. So I mean, this is just an extension. It's to, it's to, it's to what they're already kind of doing. I think. Hey. Man, well, yeah. Ho- hopefully, it'll succeed. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right, next story, which I like a lot, is about uh, you know Obama and the White House are talking about um, really getting behind this whole initiative for cities who want to be in control of their own internet hmm. um, speeds. Because actually, we talked about this a lot. You go to other countries, um, Japan in particular, the UK in particular, South Korea, uh, South Korea, China hmm. to some extent. Like these, these companies are wired. I mean, super. Like I mean, like double, double, triple, sometimes triple the internet speed that we have here. Like we're not even, even, even on the. Um, their broadband speed. These guys were a long time ago streaming video, yeah. having video chat. Um, we've been slowed here by, uh, this regulation that says that only the, we have to go with the internet, the internet speed provided by our local cable or, or local, uh, telecommunications people. Right. And what that's done is they've backed it way down, slowed it way down, and it's been slow forever. Yeah. Some towns, I've already been trying to sort of put their own internet in, like even like like Chattanooga, uh, in Tennessee. Chattanooga, Tennessee was really like in the forefront of all places right. of really wiring their city. Like way before Google with fiber came through, um, they were already doing fiber optics wiring, For and sure. then we're kind of like shut down, saying yeah. like you can't do this. So there's their cities ready to go. There's other cities yeah. that are willing to spend money. I think Dallas is one, uh, North Carolina. Uh, Lafayette, like they're, mm-hmm. they're they're ready to just wire their city at the highest levels and the highest speed, but we're blocked by our government. So, uh, but now they're well, saying that that's that's not. I mean, I, I feel I feel it's a lot of it's a it's a varied argument with this. I mean, as of right now, the the broadcast, um, the broad excuse me, the broad man of internet business is privatized. It's, you know, like as you spelled out, you know, major companies, corp, you know, corporate America controls it, and I think. Um, it is a huge lag as it relates to us competing with other countries. Like we're far, far behind. And you would think that we would be more advanced being that the technology originated from here. Right. But I think because of the infrastructure, when you, when you, when you have the, when you're in the position where you can see someone build something and then you can innovate from there, you're in a better seat to create a, a infrastructure, infrastructure that allows for, for better speeds as in, as in this case. For us here, it would be like re, configuring the whole infrastructure and i right. think that's the first point the second one i think for people that live in the city 
versus people that live in rural areas, those the, the people that living that are living in rural areas are the people that are really being affected by it because they don't have um, very much so as as many you know outlets or companies to be able to have that speed. And so you talk about you know the information economy and giving a meritocracy to everyone to have access to information. Like they need to have access to fast internet. And so that, I think that's what the argument is. If a private company isn't providing that for them, then that city or that township should be able to provide it for themselves so that they can get that information. So Yeah, no, I agree. And especially like in these rural areas, like you talked about, you don't have, you know, here in LA, we have multiple choices. Like, what are you going to go AT&T? You're going to go, you know, DirecTV? You're going to go Time Warner? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dish Network? Like, some of the rural areas, it's kind of that's it. You get one choice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, you know, it makes sense. Um, but I think the thing with the story is that Obama is agreeing with. Uh, he's uh, taking the side with the consumer. Right. Uh, he wants the consumer to be able to have the access and have the, the high speeds. And so, if that means, hey, corporate Time Warner, that you can't, you won't be able to have access to the city. Well, so where does that fall along the lines of sort of like the the this this. Uh, in general, de- deregulation in general. I mean, does this seem like a deregulation move or is this just like lifting these? Because everyone wants, you know, deregulation, deregulation, but like in this case, these rules are set in place so that, I mean, you know, these rules are, these rules are allegedly put in place to protect the, the corporations, right? Yeah, they protect the corporations. So in this case, it's like you, you know, if we say it's all opened up, cities can do what they want and, and therefore the corporation will have to, 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 figure out their way around what their plan is per, per city. I think that's a good thing because it it, it provides a, a platform or it provides a, a space where now these companies have to innovate. Yeah. So, hey, Time Warner, why should I, why should this city use you versus use our own stuff? Right. Well, give us something that's more advanced. Give us something that's different than what we have. And I think that's a good thing because it propels the innovation. Sure. So, I mean, it's al- it's almost like um, the time when I don't I don't know what the law was, but when I guess broadcast digital, um, it said you can't have the bunny ears anymore. You can't have the antenna. Right. You have to cross you over. Through. You, ha- you, ha- you have to go from standard def to HD. Right. Everything's going to be in HD. That's what it is. I feel this is very similar. It's like a mandate where okay, well, if 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 Time Warner isn't giving us the high speeds, then we can provide it for ourselves. I think it's right. very similar to that. Makes sense. And then we'll see how this fits in the whole net neutrality debate as well, too, because right. this is, you know, uh, anyway, it's, it's very interesting. Um, also, in this other story, which I love, is um, this is this is my nightmare, by the way. This is my, my nightmare come true. The uh, so the Navy has developed this new sort of, uh, you know, bio drone. Um, it's called the, it's called the ghost swimmer and it looks a lot like a shark. It's in fact, it's based on a shark, uh, using this new technology they're calling, um, uh, bio, uh, I can't even say it, bio, biomimicry, bio, yeah, bio, biomimicry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, very, very cool, you know, and that, cause, because it's, it, it basically trying to take, you know, it's an idea of taking a, a what's found in nature, yeah. utilizing how that thing in nature adapts to its surroundings. And, and what what's what is the best at that, and then building something like that. Now, see, I mean, sharks don't sleep; they swim forever. Man. Uh, so to to find something that 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 moves and operates like a shark, I is, mean, it's crazy. This thing can can dive down to three hundred feet, or it could even flow in ten inches of water. Like the robo fish, and they call it the robo fish, right? And I mean, the stealth capabilities, and so they would use it obviously for surveillance and intelligence. Right. And it's it's kind of scary because not only do they have sharks, they have cheetahs, they have um, they, they have, have a, a cockroach version. They don't have a cheetah. They do have a cheetah. Look it up. 
they have a cheetah. They have a cheetah? I forgot what it's called, but they have a cheetah. This is on some Call of Duty uh, Advanced Warfare stuff. Yeah, they have a che- they have like a like a gecko type of thing. Oh wow! Um, and like I said, they have a cockroach, a cockroach that can move. I think I want to say maybe seven feet per second. It's super fast. What? Yes, yes. Wait a minute. You got to look it up. I don't know about the cockroach. It's a cockroach, man. I do cockroach wow. drone. Cockroach drone. It's got cameras and everything. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. So yeah, this is you know, well, this thing's incredible, and and and, and you know, it's surveillance now, but obviously, I mean, you know, what, I'm sure it'll be weaponized at some point. But I mean, an army, an army of uh, drone sharks. This is like something out of the Sci-Fi Channel. Like a, this is like one of the movies they would have. Like yeah. Well, it's, it was actually like it's uh, Doctor Evil come come to life. But it's like you know sharks with laser beams. It's my bad <laughs> Doctor Evil, but uh, yeah, this this is it. You know, laser beam sharks. So. Um, very cool, but it just, it just really, it's interesting to see this, this sort of biomimicry technology, um, brought to life. And I don't know, like I said, the cockroaches, cheetahs, cheetah. I don't know about this cheetah. Look it up. All right. <laughs> After this show, do it. All right. <laughs> I, I have a question for you to like, yeah. like, why do you think this is happening? Why do you think we're having this biomimicry technology where we have, we have drones that are skinned in terms of, and skinned with animal features? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, the, the obvious reason is because we can. <laughs> the technology, you know, this is sort of the the thought. This, I mean, this is sort of the sort of thing like has been talked about and been and really been uh, dreamed about since the '60s. And they've been trying to do this sort of thing for the last 50 years, and now the technology is finally caught up to you know our our, our sci-fi mind. Um, in terms of what the uses are for, like the military has got like endless and endless and endless amount of money money to spend. We have. You know, we have, we have, we have hundred million dollar, uh, tanks and hundred million dollar aircraft that we have not even used yet. So there's money to burn. So I, 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 it makes sense that they would, you know, sort of develop technology, new surveillance technology. Our drone technology, as, as we know, has been really heavily, heavily ramped up. So to find more uses for the drone technology outside of, uh, just, you know, flying above us and bombing is, it makes sense to me. I mean, I'm no military analyst, but, right. um, I don't know. Well, are, are, you, are you suggesting that like the times, some of the times we live in and uh, no, I, I think it's it's i mean obviously when you talk about the the militaristic aspect of drones it's, it's obviously to you know sort have the surveillance component too and so i think i mean having these 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 animal themed drones is just like man you'll never i mean it could be anything it could be right. a, a human skin drone next it like can. i think that's just kind of scary like you could be in the ocean and you think it's an animal but really it's a it's a big piece of it's a big computer, you know, yeah. getting getting information from you. So, I mean, like again, like I said, like, the, the the surveillance is one thing, but uh, the weaponization is another. We'll see. Like, right. I mean, they do this to swim up on you and like take you out and sw- swim away. Man, you know, that's a whole that's other. Wow, that is super wild. Uh, that's a whole other thing. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, the next story I want to get into is um, Ubernomics. Right. This is Uber story. Ubernomics. Ubernomics. Um, yeah. So, I mean, basically, uh, you know, first of all, Uber is like, God, I mean, to say Uber has blown up is, um, is an understatement. And I mean, it's really interesting how, um, they're able to not only the growth and proliferation of Uber as a, you know, as a transportation service, but then now taking this, 
um, almost, I'll call it a network that they've built and figuring out now that we have this network of people that, that of, of pe- cards that we control, what else can we do through the service? Uh, delivery was number one, delivery was first. Yeah. And then it was shopping is another. Now it's like laundry is another, yeah. uh, uh, booze. Like, we'll, you know, we'll pour other things in. Um, you know, I mean, Uber has done, they've really, not to cut you off, but they've innovated so much as with those things like the Uber Fresh thing where you can have, you know, your favorite meal delivered to you. They yep. even had done, done, done like these sponsored programs where you have an Uber ice cream truck for, for a day sure. or, or you could have, um, like uh, Uber pizza delivered to you. Yeah. Like I think that's like that's it's really disruption of of traditional ways of doing business. And I think that's what the Ubernomics is all about. Like yeah. the innovation of um yeah, a new a new pathway of doing business. Yeah. So. I mean I I agree. I mean and there's I mean I'm both you and I are hopefully working on some stuff with Uber and like I you know, look um, I, I'm not at, an, at all. They come under a lot of fire lately in general, but I yeah. think it's it's just really you know again it's sort of the idea of you know anytime you cre- create a delivery service or a, mm-hmm. a network, you know which they've which they've created. And first of all, they're, they're worth about forty billion dollars, yeah. by the way, in a very short amount of time. I mean that's mm-hmm. like, I mean like well under what are we under five years? It's about five years. Five years, yeah. forty billion. So the, the, the growth, the exponential growth of Uber internationally in mm-hmm. five years yeah, is there are 53 countries. It's unprecedented. Are you yeah. kidding me? So now they have you have this network of 53 co- co- you know co- countries. Mm-hmm. What can you start pumping through that? Yeah. How can you sort of revolutionize the way things are delivered, not delivered? And this is sort of that Jeff Bezos Amazon model, sure. but um, in a different way. And then I mean, forty three billion dollars, you can really and you know at, at some po- at a certain point. They are really phasing out all of their sort of contractors and making everyone employees. Yeah. You know, so once that really happens, I mean, you can really have your own work for the next step would be to have your own fleet of cars. For and sure. And then, then once that happens, you have your own fleet of cars and trucks. And then at that point, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I think that's where we are. We're in a connection economy where it's about how people connect to to product, to brands. And right. I think um, you talk about employees, a traditional employee. Now they're frame you're fr- you have to frame yourself as an entrepreneur that works for a brand. Right. And so I think Uber has done a great job of kind of like blurring those traditional lines. I think old 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 money. Um, you have you know a certain type of manage- management system that's very you know has a bureaucracy to it. It's slow. Like it's a it's a it's a a, a, a very uh, pinpointed way of doing things. Versus now like. Those lines are those 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 boxes are are broken. Like people want to be able to innovate quick. They want to be able to communicate and connect with the with the the utmost of speed. And so I think Uber has has taken that model and applied it to the, their system. And I think if you look at economy generally, I think a, a lot of big companies are going to begin begin take on this new model of doing business. Right. So uh, it's as well. <laughs> well, there's a lot lots to come. Lots more to come. Uh, speaking about sort of new business models in general, I mean Google. Google Translate, man. Google, we, we've known about Google Translate. I use it all the time um, as a function of Google. Um, I use the, the app. But now they, they've really taken it to the next level and are adding two new features, which are going to be incredible. Now, this is not new technology. This, this, this technology of being able to have your camera recognize. Um, I think I have, I have an app that about two years ago I downloaded that you can put it, put it up to a different language and it'll convert the language into English or, or whatever, however you want to do it. Right. Um, so Google has that now. They've, they've got it. 
to support German, uh, Italian, Portuguese, Russian, and Spanish. French. And French, mm-hmm. right? And, and and vice versa, which right. is fantastic. So, but why this is different is they're creating this app that like, you can download to your, you know, your phone or your tablet or whatever, and you don't need Wi-Fi to be able to use this translation. So you can really walk around in any city yeah. and put your camera up to any signs and read all the signs. Well, More importantly, and not, not just Wi-Fi. You don't need a data connection. You don't need. Oh yeah, you don't need to be. You don't need to be signed up at all. You can be in airplane, airplane yeah. mode, whatever, exactly. and, and exactly. do that, so, which is fantastic. But also, they're working on the voice thing too, mm-hmm. where you know that which is coming next, where mm-hmm. you can you know have the you know, have someone list, talk in Sp- talk in Spanish, and it comes up in text or in voice right. in English, which is on some like, <clears throat> that's on some Jetsons, that's on some uh, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy Star Trek's you know uh, stuff where like they have the thing in the ear and the alien would be like boom blah 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 yeah. Kirk would be like, he says the, uh, <laughs> like that, that's where we are. Absolutely. Uh, this is, this is big, big stuff for, and, 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 and Google is like, this is an app and this is what we're doing and it's going to be free. Uh, of course it's going to be free, just like Gmail's free so they can build the network and be able to use, uh, use us as analytics to sell to appetizers. Of right. course it's going to be free. And I think it's dope because again, connection economy is another way that we can make the world smaller. Um, Language language is a way to bridge connections, so this is a tool to help bridge relationships, help yeah. help, help facilitate business. And so. as we say, business help facilitate business is the big one. I mean, mm-hmm. this is that's this is, I don't know, man. This is pretty amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. I, mean, I think it's dope. Again, I mean, obviously, the next logical thing would be, you know, Google Glass or mm-hmm. the Google Contacts, you know. <laughs> and so, can you imagine the Google Glass is being able to look at something and read signs? Yeah. You know that, like that. What that? What, yeah, that why is that technology I'm not here? Lost in the city. I'm never lost in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, but why is that? Why, I mean, that technology has to be here already, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's here. I mean, because if you could Google, do that to there, the Google Translate is like you said earlier. It's not new technology. It's just Google has bought out. I think the company I have it written here is called. Um, word word lens. Yes, and that's so, a, word lens is the, yeah. the app I had. Yes, thank you. So, I mean, I, I think now that it's behind the the Google brand, um, I think you know, it'll 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 have it'll have more visibility, and it, uh, alongside with their other the other apps and their other tools, I think it's a great a great addition to the cadre of of, of apps that they already have. So, yeah, wow. It's uh, it's it's that's something else. Anyway, I'm not, I can't imagine like you know in the future we'll just be able to walk with your earpiece in and your glasses on and just be able to you know see see everything in English and talk in English. But, but what does that do for are the you know what will that do for people learning other languages and and I mean is, I don't know if that was that sort of like breaks down barriers or creates barriers because there is something to be said about being able to learn other cultures and learn other languages and immerse yourself in a culture and a language. Now we're creating an environment where we don't have to. I mean, well that that's technology and right. it simplifies everything. But and but it also handicaps us because if the technology breaks, then how do we communicate? Yeah, oh, I don't have this app now, so I don't I'm lost in the city or yeah, I can't exactly. do business with you because I don't know what you're saying. And so I mean. I think I think that's the fine line. That's the coin. Right. You have the, the the good value, you have the, the the bad value of it. So wow, I'd be really interested to see where this technology is in three years from now. I mean, at this rate, this exponential rate, maybe in two years from now. I mean, I so I can't imagine. Man. CES 2016. We'll see. Yeah, that's just crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on, let's, let's 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 transition over to some 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 fun stuff. I think a little bit. Uh, um, we have a writer for uh, the next Star Wars. Yes. Right. Is that yes. where we're at? Are we in the Bitcoin or are we in Star Wars? We're on Star Wars, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we all know, blah, blah, blah. Um, Star Wars coming out, you know, 
this year on the 15th. We're all freaked out and excited about it. Um, and now, um, my man is, we know about Gareth Edwards who did Godzilla and mm-hmm. who's our, who's an amazing director is set to do the next, next two, I think. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and now he's got, um, our brother, uh, our brother Simon. Simon, who, who I, Kin- have, I don't know anything about <laughs> Kinberg. Good old Simon Kinberg. Well, actually, he did a he did a exactly. <laughs> he's the same cat who's well. He's writing X Men Apocalypse now, not Apocalypse now, but X Men Apocalypse at the moment. Currently, he's writing X Men Apocalypse. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, he's the he's the guy. Hey, I mean, I, don't know, I, I really uh, we we talked about Gareth before. Wait a minute, you didn't like Godzilla. I didn't say I didn't like Godzilla. Really? I slow thought down, you, know, you no, no, no. I think you I think you on record by breaks. saying Godzilla was was breaks. sorry. Breaks. I thought that the hype and how you guys were talking about Godzilla, like, oh, it's so amazing. No, I didn't have those reviews. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was that crazy. Not at all. Did you see it in three D? Um, I don't remember to be honest. I'm sure I did. If I went to see it in the theater, I saw it in 3D. Atmos and Dolby, everything. Yes, and, you're, always, and you were like, "This is wow." I mean, I don't right. know, man. Okay. Uh, what, what's 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 the movie uh, escaping right now that just came that came out maybe six months before Godzilla um, with Idris? Um, oh, Pacific Rim. I thought Pacific Rim was better than Godzilla. Pacific Rim was amazing. Especially in 3D, like that. That's one. If you guys have not seen Pacific Rim in 3D, you should still do that. Like, I mean, I, I have it in 3D. Um, I, I bought the 3D Blu-ray and I, I, I put the glasses on. Mm-hmm. And I just watched it like three nights ago in 3D. Actually, that's a For great sure. movie. Anyway, um, so back to Godzilla, which I still like, and back to X-Men Apocalypse, which I'm looking forward to, and more importantly, back to the Star Wars. Uh, you know, hey. ah, this is just news. We were here breaking Star Wars news. That's that's all I got. Any further comments? On I mean, I, I think that you know. Having him is an asset to the Star Wars brand. Like I, I, I think I don't know too much about Simon, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that you know they picked a good guy to, okay. to like you know execute what they want to do in terms of the the narrative. So it's good. All right, let's let's shift gears here. Like this is sort of my one of my jobs to know this stuff. Um, but I got to tell you, I don't understand. Can you please? I mean, I know Bitcoin is having a bunch of problems and 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 and, and going back and forth. But like, could you one last time? Break I mean, down, break down I'll, Bitcoin for I'll me. I'll try to simplify it as much as I understand. It. But to me, it's, it's what I love about this show is that we always talk about you know innovation. We talk about um, disruption, disruption mm-hmm. tactics, and th- and Bitcoin to me is exactly that. It's like Uber of the financial world. So um, typically, if you want to send money to someone, you have to go through a middleman. The middleman is a bank. Right. So the bank um, charges you a fee to send money. So Bitcoin. Or Western Union, or, or same know, thing. Yeah, but it's, it's backed by a bank. Sure. So Bitcoin diminishes that middleman, <clears throat> and so you use the bitcoins as a way to have um have have it, have that that transfer go through. Right. And so essentially, um, it's done by um crypt- cryptology, I think. Yeah, crypt- cryptography, um, all these high That's mathematical. Um, equations, uh-huh. and and essentially, it's to disrupt the financial institution of, tr- of doing business traditionally. Like, I don't, I shouldn't have to give a fee to send money to you. Right. I should be able to do it whenever I want. It's my money, right? And so, that, it's just a new system of doing but, things. But so, the, but, but the people at Bitcoin who have this proprietary software and all this proprietary algorithms for this, all this cryptography, like. Again, how is that not hackable? How is that safe? How is that like I'm putting my money in this third party organization that's a corporation? Like someone hacks into Bitcoin, 
What happens? What happens if someone hacks into a Bank of America? Same thing. What happens? Right. What's the difference? I guess, well, I guess the, the thought would be that in this day and age, you know, well, not in this day and age, but just in general, we have, you know, financial institutions that have been federally insured for, you know, you know, 200 years and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And this what, is, what happened to Wall Street about three, four, five well, years exactly, ago? Exactly. Exactly. And this, this is, this is what, this is why the proliferation and growth of Bitcoin has come up. So, uh, that makes sense. But, so what, so right now, um, you know, it was, it was going crazy and now it's kind of like, it, it, you know, is it, where is, where, where is Bitcoin now in terms of in, 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 in its worth and in public perception? I mean, right now, like today, like it's, it's not doing so well. Like it, 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 it had a major decline in terms of you had a lot of people pulling out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they lost a lot of, a lot of money. I don't know the, uh, the amount, if you could pull it up, how much they lost within the last two weeks, but I mean, it's, 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 it's hundreds of millions. Yeah. It's, um, it, they've dropped from, the, um, yeah, three, uh, 350 million to about, down to about to under 200 so, yeah, we're talking so about, about 100 million in like two weeks yeah so that's that's a huge decline 150 million the yeah. article was saying that i mean in terms of currencies you compared it to currencies around the world it's probably one of the, the least valuable well, it currencies. says i mean i don't know if this it says the the you know, the, the even the russian ruble right it's is, more is a better is a better investment than the bitcoin which is like that is saying a lot because you know yeah yeah i mean but i mean i think in theory um I think the the idea of Bitcoin could work, and one of the articles was was uh, making a comparison to the early years of the internet. How a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is not going to work. Like, why well, I'm going to invest money into the internet? This is stupid." Like when you had the first the first web browser, people weren't like you didn't have that many adopters. So it took time, like from 1991 to 2015. That's a that's a 25 years of like development of the internet that we know today. There was no Google or Facebook in those early years. It was just like hey, a few a few sites essentially, right, right. or only one way to get online and so the article was saying that where bitcoin is now is kind of like in those early years of the internet so give it time to develop let the technology kind of or let people adopt to the technology and it'll be more useful or more functional and so i kind of agree with that argument because in theory i think i think this is this is a disruption tactic that can work like why should why should i have to go through a bank to do business with you why should i have to do that like who who made those rules why why can't we disrupt that i mean so Like uh, my man ELP from Run the Jewel said, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> who really run this? Now, who really run that man who say they run oh this? Gosh. Now, who really fund this? Oh, my gosh. Who fund that man uh. who say they fund this? <laughs> Something like that. Actually, I think it's Killer Mike who does that. Okay. Anyway, that's my birthday. Uh, horrible rap. How that many was... times can I? I'm going to rap every week. Man, and we're going to lose followers every week. <laughs> <laughs> Until I get it right, which, is, which will be never. At, at, at my age. All right. Uh, today on my birthday, uh, one of my favorite directors has a new movie and I'm freaking out about it. Black Hat. And, uh, I'm really, really excited about this movie. Um, but in its very interesting timing, uh, the movie, given what's happened with Sony, Sony hack, this is basically a, a cyber crime slash cyber terrorism movie, uh, about a black hat hackers. Uh, who really black black hat hackers are folks who really sort of uh, hack into stuff for the prices for for really mayhem sake. There's no really rhyme or reason. I just want to do what's great. Yeah, just or just to see if they can do stuff. Like, let me see if I can hack and, and disrupt this whole system to see if I can do it. Right. Which is sort of the scariest type of hacker. So, uh, um, you know, and in the hacking community, this is like you know they say that this the, these type of hackers are really frowned upon, but. Uh, they do exist, and this is real. And so, uh, Michael Mann, who I love, 
uh, decided to really get into this world, and you got Chris Chris Helmsworth. Oh, here we go. Nah, I just have to make a point. Like yeah. when you when you talk about hackers, like hackers now has a and keep your point, but hackers now has a negative connotation to it. But the, yes. the word hacker when it first was adopted was actually that you wanted to see if you could go into a computer program to see if it had any bugs or whatever. And, yeah. and if you could if you could break it, that means that hey, you could if you could break it, that means you could you could make it better. Right. And so it had a positive. Uh, element to it and so right. over time that was had this negative element but i think that's sure. interesting that that's what he's trying to do like just to see if i could i could i could shut it down yeah because that's that's what hackers would do in the in the early days of a program so of pro, programming software so right yeah well, the, hack, the, hack, the hacking community is, is large and there's these giant like hacking conventions and they're 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 mostly positive and there's these giant hacking conferences and i mean you know sort of hacking and and, and coding cultures that's a culture that mark zuckerberg came from right like and this, these are these are the guys that should have sit around and just sit in these crazy 24 36 hour coding sessions right. on mountain dew and adderall and just you know just go crazy yeah. even more even <laughs> scarier though is you have that's these guys in this country, but like when you think of places like China, yeah. uh, or more importantly, like Russia, mm-hmm. there are a ton of like really, really crazily trained kids who are sort of jobless and sort of now who are sitting around and have nothing to do but to hack, 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 hack. So yeah. Russia is a really crazy hot spot, uh, as well, is Asia and as is, as is not so much in uh, India, but there's a, cra- a lot of crazy ha- ha- hackers in India. And we're talking about a billion people in Russia, I'm sorry, sure. a billion people in China, a billion people in India, and, you know, a bunch of disfranchised folks in Russia. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of a scary thought, mm-hmm. you know, internationally as to what and we see what happened. Back in 2008, when uh, when our you know when we crashed here, our stock market crashed here, and what that the ripple effect that had internationally, um, people have said that China is on the on, is on some crazy bubble right now. This is the, a pulsating bubble. Oh, I, I know it. I know it. <laughs> that's about you were just there. Yeah. So the China's on a crazy pulsating bubble. That's a really if, when that bursts, it'll have oh, ridiculous man. implications. Yeah, I'm bringing that only all, only bringing all that up is because these are the type of cyber things that are very susceptible to a, sure. a group of or one or two cyber terrorists getting in and doing something. So this is all very real. Um, I'm very excited about this because, you know, there's, there's been, I've liked pretty much almost everything Michael Mann's ever done except for maybe, except for maybe Ali. I was kind of like, I was like, what? Oh, wow. No, I loved it, but I'm just saying, just in terms of a Michael Mann movie, I was like, all right. Comparatively you know. speaking. Yeah, good, good, good performances, but it was just, it was kind of flat for not, me. Not like a Godzilla. No, it was no, Ali was no Godzilla. That's for sure. I know. You're, you're hilarious. Um, you're very proud of yourself. Uh, um, the, um, no, but the, the, the thing that's bumming me out though is the reviews aren't, aren't so good on this one. The reviews, it's like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, the trailer I'm, is not selling it for me, brother. Well, it's not. It's, it's, well, I mean, the trailer's not selling it and apparently the movie's not good, yeah. but, uh, Trailer really, I, I know for a fact there's a lot of gunplay in the trailer, a lot of running around, a lot of Chris Helmsworth, you know, like shirtless with a gun. I guarantee you that makes up probably, you know, one, of course. one one hundredth of the movie. Of course. <laughs> I bet it's probably one, you know, and they make it seem like it's this big action trailer. Right, right, right. Um, I'm still all in. Cause I just like to say, I like, I like the world, I like the, the, the world Michael, Michael Mann creates, I like, the, I like how he, where he puts the camera, I like how he sort of plots through things. It, I, I, I like it. So I don't know. Are you, are you gonna see this? I'm gonna see it today. I mean, Oh wow! Wow, it's my birthday. Um, it's my birthday. I'm waiting for this for my birthday. That's good. I, I definitely will see it. I don't know if I'm going to go today, but I mean, being a, a movie buff as as both of us are, yeah, it's definitely something on the radar. Right. Um, 
Yeah, for sure. I, I think it'll be entertaining. That's all I have to say. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, like I said, I've really been disappointed with Michael Mann stuff. And I, I really, you know, the days of the movie hacker are just, you know, the movie hacker is also one of my favorite tropes in general, all since, you know, war games and, yeah. you know, and, and, or the TV hacker. Like I said, I love the whole, like, mm-hmm. you know, the first firewall down, the second <laughs> firewall. I'm in. Pentagon. <laughs> like, what? Like, what did you just do? <laughs> I think it speaks to, I kind of like what we were, we were kind of discussing a little earlier in, in terms of like our, our dependency on technology. Yeah. And a, a lot of our information, you know, the world markets are all, you know, zeros and ones now. So the fact that a person or a cadre of people can go in and kill that off or change it or modify it, I think that is scary because, I mean, we're, we're seeing that. We're seeing that evolve in 2014, 2015. Yeah. Like you said, Sony, even there was, there was something this week with the government stuff, right. like the military hack or whatever. So, sure, sure. Like, I mean, we're going to see more of that because yeah. of our dependency on computers and technology. Like, it's it's inevitable. It's, it comes with the territory. Absolutely. So, uh, so, I don't know. We will we will see. We'll see how that goes. But I'll, I'll, go, I'll give you my official review next week. Um, i really very hope, hopefully it's good. I think um, I'm going to hack and just download it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're going to get it illegally download black hat. That's, you can't do that. Uh, anyway, but, but that being said, uh, Chris Helmsworth doesn't seem like the, the average hacker to me. <laughs> no, like, he doesn't. like a shirtless crimson, Chris Helmsworth running around with a gun, like, <laughs> I'm going to hack you. Hey, but what is, what is, what is the hacker? What is the, what is the stereotype of a hacker? I have to have glasses and what, just know, a lot of hair? Like, yeah, like, I don't know. It is, you know, it's, it's, it, you know who it is? It's, uh, it's, it's my man, uh, Hugh Jackman and Swordfish <laughs> with the five screens, like, and they're leaning back, like, <laughs> of course, you have to, you have to get your acting on. That, that is, a, that <laughs> you is, you can't a, not act. <laughs> that's, a, that's probably the most ridiculous hacking portrayal ever. <laughs> was Hugh Jackman and Swordfish, yeah, with the, like, with the five keyboards and the five screens. I'm almost in. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. Travolta with the hair. Anyway, that was that movie's bad. That is hilarious. I don't know. Sort of it. People like that movie though. Hey, he has the hair. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Halle Berry was naked in that movie. I forgot about that. Hey. All right, that's, uh, that's hackable. That's <laughs> hackable. All right, so moving on. Let's, let's get to, to, to some video games and get out of here. These are for Alexis because she's not here. So, um, but Nintendo, um, the uh, uh, which is which is which is her which her her jam. Uh, the 3D, oh, 3D Nintendo, 3DS, I'm sorry. The, the 3DS, the, the new, um, modulated, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, 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 you know, cu- uh, customizable, thank you. Okay. The customizable 3DS is something that was really highly anticipated here and it is not going to be in this country oh, now. Damn. It's Damn. only going to be. It's only going to be. I'm so disappointed. Uh, in Japan, it's coming. It's late. What will we do? Oh no! Again, this is starting to pull for Alexis because I don't. I'm not a 3DO guy. Are you a 3DS guy? Are you Man, a 3DS guy? You get that out of here. <laughs> okay. Next. Next story. Nintendo. I'm are, you, sorry. are you? Are you? Oh, I got a uh, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have a bone to pick with you, brother. Uh oh, I got a bone to pick with you. Oh uh, yeah, because I because I did, did, did something this, happen. This guy over here for our, our our listeners out there. You know, I'm not the the biggest video gamer on the show, but this guy recommended to my girl to buy you know an Xbox One for my birthday. So yeah, I got an Xbox One. You got man. it. I did get it, man. And now that means I'm not going to be you know producing videos and, <laughs> and 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 getting work done because I'm be playing Call of Duty Good. because of you. Yeah, well, you, you got it. Yeah, that, that was. Uh, I will say, like she, she asked me if that was a good gift, and I was like, "Hell yeah, hell no!" Because, mainly because I got an Xbox One, so now okay. I don't want to be the, the lone guy. 
by myself playing Call of Duty. All right, you know, all so right. we can get some Destiny, some Call of Duty. If you, if you, if you, you got it. I'm happy. Yeah, I got Is it. Is it in the box? No, I actually was playing it last night. Oh. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, 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 which game did you get? Um, what game did you um, get? Oh, man. Um, now I'm drawing a blank. Um, 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 oh, my God. Destiny? Call of Duty? No. Titan AE? No. Halo? Oh, my goodness. For, Forza? No, what's the, like, the... Oh, I'm, I'm really tripping. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, what's the game that 1700s? Um, oh my goodness. Oh, uh, Assassin's Creed. Yes, Assassin's Creed. Jeez, it re- I really drew a blank. Kill Assassin's Creed. I don't, yeah, play, yeah. I, don't, I don't play Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I have Assassin's Creed and I have it. Uh, I think dance. Uh, uh, dance. Yeah, dance game. Okay, so yeah. you, 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 that's you. <laughs> I got a substitute GoPro in the crib. <laughs> I, I mean, because watch the Connect will connect that. Yeah. We can conference call now through Connect too. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah, we can we can okay. do that too. Well, okay. We'll talk about off air, but that's that's good. I'm glad you have the Xbox One. It's a good thing. So we can conference call doing business on yes. my Xbox. Oh, yes, okay. excellent. <laughs> we, 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 anyway, there's a lot of things we can do. Okay, uh, I think that's it. We, she oh, didn't we, get me the Nintendo. <laughs> she did not get you the Nintendo. Uh, I think that there's. Um, oh yeah, like one last thing: Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, eight bit cinema. That's pretty the, cool. Yeah, for those of you who don't like it, those who know about eight bit cinema, it's a thing. Um, um, that Cineflix does, and it does like all these movies. And does it in old school eight bit graphics? They're always funny. They're always great. New Guardians of the Galaxy is one is up now, so you can beep it out. Yeah, I think uh, this is this is kind of kind of kind of dope. Yeah, I like it all. It's all, it's all. They're always funny. They're always good, especially yeah. for old guys like me. Um, I think that's it. Hey, there it is. That's all I got. There it is, man. Um, any, any, anything else from you? Um, no, nah, man. I, I think uh, is it a birthday? Yeah. So am I open the door? There's gonna be five strippers out there. Um, it might be. It might popping be. out of the cake. I, I have to say, Phil is gonna pop out of a cake. I have to say that I'm tremendously disappointed about you know the Oscar nominations. Oh, okay. Um, and you know, I, I was definitely a proponent and an advocate for Selma. I uh-huh. thought it was an excellent movie, mm-hmm. not because it was a just a black movie, uh-huh. but I thought it was just an excellent movie. How it was shot, everything, the acting, the casting. So Ava, and, Ava snubbed. Yeah. Um, David Oliello, Oliello snubbed. Yeah. So I'm a little um, disappointed about that, and, and I only bring that up because uh, you know it, it kind of went, it kind of you know generated a lot of noise on Twitter. As to why they were snubbed, uh-huh. and so I just want to say that you know I'm kind of disappointed. Okay, yeah. me, uh, I would say me too. Yeah, I say me too. I mean, I don't know, especially in the best actor category. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's a tough category with um, Bradley Cooper hey! and Eddie Redmayne. It's both for birthdays. Oh wow! Thank you so much. Thank you, goats. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Marissa. Thanks, Lo. I got the Batman on mine. Oh wow! Cheers, brother. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. Is that, yeah. that, that Phil singing again? Oh, man, I, I hope not. I hope not. Happy birthday! Wow, Phil, you have a great vibrato. Ooh. Look at your vibrato, Get it, bro. Phil. Get it. I love you, half. You're amazing. Oh, thanks. You're 80, but you act like you're 40. You look like you're 40. You're hot. Love you. Well, that, that's, that's, my, that's Happy me. Happy birthday. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> wow, and that music at the end. That was excellent. That was lovely. Well, this is good. It's, it's my favorite flavor, too. Make, make a wish, bro. All right. Uh, where did we go? I did it. 
Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. That was wonderful. Goats is in the building. Goats in the building. Uh, I think that does it for us from Geek Nerd Tech. Uh, Akili, where can we find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Akili Shine. And what about you, my brother? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thanks for streaming live and watching us on YouTube. Thanks for checking us out on iTunes and downloading us on iTunes and on the BHL site. Uh, we'll be back next week with a review of Black Hat and <laughs> some other things. Uh, happy g- birthday to us. I'll yeah. see you next week. Yes, sir. From producers Maria Menunos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Okay. I mean, somehow. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.